0: Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. Holy crap. Hell in a cell, 2022 in the bag. We went to hell indeed. What up y'all, KMB the Sexy Ninja, welcome to the new world podcast brother for life, (laughs) a podcast strictly about pro wrestling. At it's finest. And indeed we got that. Um, the pay per view was last night. Um, before we get into that. This podcast is. And will always be fueled. By crazyhoodies.com, hoodies.com Crazy hoodies with a Z. Big daddy loves himself some wrestling. So he's going to support this podcast as well. And his many thanks. And gracias. And all that great stuff. Because big daddy is a huge supporter. Of KMB the sexy ninja. And. Um, I'm going to jump right on in. We start the pay-per-view with a Raw Women's Triple Threat Match. Asuka, uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. They they bring it on. They, they start the show strong. And man, just back and forth, and I think they went the full 30 minutes, or a little bit more, a little less, I I was, I was intrigued the whole time, the wife made Navajo tacos last night, and like, she's like, okay, the food's ready, I'm like, okay, wait, I can't, I can't leave, I can't, walk away from this match because these 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 three women are giving it their all right now and oh my gosh back and forth and they got that crowd and they're in chicago baby and chicago is a very it's a very tough crowd very tough tough crowd but man they got chicago rocking man i i gotta tell you that match just it it, it was it brought a smile to my face because it's When you start a show off with such a strong match, it just sets the tone for the rest of the night. It also tells the boys in the back, hey, it is time to put in work. It is time to go to work. It is time to put on a show. And these women right here set the bar very, very high. Um, And Bianca Belair, she won. I'm happy with that. Um, I I think it'd be too soon to take the title off her. Uh, I wish... You know, part of me wanted Asuka to win because Asuka is back now, and I feel like they're just kind of pushing her to the side a little bit. Like, they're keep, they keep they they put her in that championship match, but they also involved Becky, and, you know, I'm, I'm really glad they did because, like I said, the end of the results was this was a fantastic triple threat match that I would love to watch over again and watch these women, women rock it. But I feel like Asuka is back, but she's not back in that sense of, like, you ain't ready for Oscar, you know. Like, I I don't know. That that's that's the that's the problem. When she came back, it was just kind of like, yeah, she's here, yeah, she's in a championship match. But if you notice in the match, she, she kind of get thrown to the side a bunch of times, um, knocked out of the ring, this and that. She had great spots, but I just feel Oscar. They they need to make sure to not let her fade away into the background like before. Um, they need to make sure they keep her up front with uh, everybody else. Bianca, Becky, Charlotte, you know, because she's the top. She's a top grade wrestler. And uh, this match right here, it 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 was my it was it was everything. I, I, don't, I don't do stars. I don't do uh, rating reviews on matches like that. Uh, I just say if, if the match grabbed me and it held on to me and I could not not move from my chair to get my Navajo taco on. It's a damn good match. Um, Also, Bianca winning. Like I said, I wish Asuka, but Bianca, I I love Bianca. So, we shall see where she goes. Uh, We got money in the bank next. We shall see. Um, I... I I kind of forgot the order of the pay-per-view, but I do have the matches in um, written. Um, but I know what started the show. I know what ended the show. Um, this match right here, Theory uh, versus uh, Mustafa Ali. Theory wins the U.S. title. I wasn't really invested into this storyline pretty much just because I I love Theory. I've always thought Theory is one of those top-grade Superstars, that's gonna just shoot to the moon, baby. They're gonna shoot into the moon. Um, but this U.S. title run—I don't know. I, I feel it's a little stale at the moment because I, it's like, what? What do you do with that title? How do you make that title um, mean something? And I—that's it, the problem with WWE—is the u s u uh, s title the intercontinental title just kind of just they're just they're just there and you know when you have a twenty four seven title too it doesn't help this doesn't upgrade um the what the titles mean but the u s title i feel can be challenged a little bit more you know they're they're talking about open challenges every week and he's to- and theory's being theory because he's a heel he's got to make sure that the crowd hates him and Mustafa Ali, i i, I don't know i the match was great like i said this match was great I'm glad the theory went over. I don't know why mustafa ali would would win um and I don't really this was a storyline I just did not really invest in because I was like, okay well, I already know the end result. I just wanna see some good wrestling when they wrestle together and when um they go into this match i wanna I want a good story told in that ring their story on the on the whole eh, you know um. Next up, uh, Bobby Lashley versus uh, Omos and MVP in a handicap match, and Cedric Alexander inter- interferes himself uh, at the at the finish of this match for Bobby Lashley to win. Um, I, I love I I it's it's crazy. I never imagined that I would love Bobby Lashley this much. Um, Especially with him being a face, you know, and <laughs> when he stole the deeds title and it was like, I'm coming for this, I'm coming for this. I'm like, man, I, I, I hope we see Roman versus Bobby. You know, I think that's a top grade match, especially for SummerSlam right around the corner. Um, or Bobby's, you know, I, I don't want I don't want Bobby versus Roman have Money in the Bank. I think Bobby versus Roman at SummerSlam would be a much much better uh, draw, especially with the the Tribal Chief versus the Almighty. Sounds like a damn monster movie, doesn't it? Oh, the Tribal Chief versus the Almighty at SummerSlam, but Bobby wins. This was a great story. This is MVP. I like I like what they did with MVP and almost and if you saw the packaging before the match and MVP's diss track towards Bobby that was <laughs> that 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 tickled me pink. I was just like, "Oh my gosh. He's just straight up crucifying um Bobby Lashley on the mic, but it, it was just it was so fun. I love MVP Omos. He he still needs a little bit more work, but he's like, he's a monster upon himself. Bobby winning and Cedric Alexander interfering is just like, okay, and they did a little thing beforehand where Omos and MVP are talking, and Cedric Alexander comes up and says, hey, you know, I can come help you guys and do this to Bobby, make it a real handicap match, and MVP had to actually say the words, the Hurt Business is done, it's over, it's, you know, it's over, so putting a nail in that coffin. Uh, I I, want to see where they go because even after the match, after Bobby wins, he goes in the back and he sees Cedric. He's like, hey, don't interfere in my matches ever again. You know, and you got to watch out for yourself. That's the best advice I can give you. Go make a name for yourself pretty much. And, you know, he went off and I was like, okay, well, there's little seeds there, little seeds. So we shall see where that goes tonight on Raw. And this was pretty much a raw pay-per-view, so nothing wrong with that, but it it was it, it was a fun match. Um Judgment Day versus uh AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and uh, Liv Morgan. Um the man, it's like each match, even though I wasn't really attached to the storylines. Because I, I, I won't lie. I'm going to put this on front of you. I, was, I I came in for two matches. I came in for the Raw Women's Triple Threat. And I came in, of course, for the Hell in a Cell match with Cody and Seth. And I every other match I was kind of like, okay, you know, the, I I know the story. I know what's going on. I know why they're fighting. I know why the build. And with Judgment Day, um I like Judgment Day, but I'm not over the... I'm not. Uh, I'm not like crazy about Judgment Day. I think it's a great faction. I think it, it can be more, um, especially if they keep growing the group as yeah, as they should. But this match was like oh, whoa, whoa, ah, uh, ah, uh, whoa, 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 what's going on? This is, you know, and they got that crowd pumping. I'm just like man. You know, and like I said, that's why I love the fact that they started off with the raw women's triple threat because they set the tone for everybody in the back to be like, okay. And I bet you Edge was the one that that was telling this group like, hey, we gotta go all out. We need the you know we need to outshine the last person that was in this ring. We need to, you know that's and I feel that was the tone for all these uh, mid card matches. You know, going into this was like, okay, we need to keep these people on their feet we need to keep these pe- the, the adrenaline pumping all the way to the main event and i feel this match did so as well um then uh that like a great great match that i i didn't think that it was going to be anything less or more it was just something i was going into watching and it blew my socks off mm-hmm. um next one Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel another storyline that i just I'm like okay, you know, my boy Kevin, Ke- I'm huge Kevin Owens fans. Uh, ever since he was um Kevin Steen um, because he's always been that 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 person I've always looked up to because the way he looks, the way he carries himself, the way he speaks and he's just such a good heel and this storyline with Ezekiel not being Elias but being Elias's younger brother. It's it's funny. You know, it, may, it makes me pop every once in a while, especially with um, the promos that Kevin does and how obsessed he is with, you know, um, Ezekiel being Elias's younger brother and the interviews with uh, Ezekiel being like, oh, yeah, me and my brother wanted to be tag team wrestlers and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but Kevin beat Ezekiel, which I found interesting. I, I feel like if you were telling the story, I feel like you should have had Ezekiel win, unless we're going to keep this thing going that's my only uh notion in this story especially with kevin winning because you you build and build and build this ezekiel character building this ezekiel and this match was great um uh you know i i feel that ezekiel should have gone over unless we're gonna keep continuing this story which i don't know why um, because I'm like, we we got to find some better stuff for Kevin. Like, Kevin was a universal champion at one point. Kevin was the main event. Kevin is the main event. And he should be. And I know he just re signed that contract, uh, I get, believe, last year or so. And, you know, Vince sees something in him. He should because it's Kevin freaking Owens. You know, I know that's Ron's line, but it's Kevin Owens, man. And then another person that gets thrown to the wayside is Sammy Zane. Um, I'm glad they got rid of the whole conspiracy gimmick. I believe he's going to go into more of a face, especially him being like trying to tie himself to the bloodline. We'll see where that story goes on SmackDown. But with this match, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I just, I think Ezekiel should have taken the win on this one. Um, <laughs> Okay, this match right here surprised the hell out of me <laughs> because I had no interest, I had no nothing invested in this storyline um, Mad Cab Moss, now just Moss, because you know, WWE they don't like those first names like Austin awesome Theory, now he's just Theory you know, now he's just Moss um, I'm glad they got rid of that stupid gimmick with the suspenders and the bad jokes and this and that, now he's uh he's gonna run on his own um, I, I really like the fact he changed up his gear just because the, the last one is just, I feel like it was a rib on him when he came into the business, well, got into WWE, and, but this this match here was brutal, uh, shout out to Corbin for these two, these two just hashing it out in a no holds barred match, and Uh, I I feel like, you know, I wasn't invested in the story, but they told the story the way they should tell the story. And Moss putting Corbin now in the hospital after what uh, Corbin did to him, you know, just kind of sealing that. uh, I feel Corbin's going to be out for a little bit. You know, we're not going to see Corbin for a while and maybe get down, maybe give it a few weeks, a month or so till the money in the bank comes. Then bring Corbin into that. But uh, now it's time for Moss to step up as his own moss uh moss one of course and i just can't wait to see where he goes because i feel like he 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 was shackled down being a madcap moss and now that he's moss he's gonna he needs just needs to charge forward all right now the main event you know beforehand we got told that cody got hurt um a pectoral pectoral muscle sorry um, before you know they're, they're, that's what they were saying throughout the pay-per-view that he you know he he got injured but he still wants to wrestle that's the you know that's that's Cody in, in a nutshell he, he still wants to go out there he still wants to do business hurt or not And it was like a scene in a movie you know Seth comes out with the polka dots you know, you know, mocking, you know, the, uh, Cody with his father, Dusty, and being the great heel that Seth freaking Rollins is. <laughs> I, I When he revealed that, I was like, oh my God, he's genius. Oh, you know. In Chicago, just just lit up. You know, we weren't even in the match yet, but Seth came out, then Cody came out, and that crowd just went wild. And like I said, like a movie, Cody gets to the ring, the lights come on, and he, you know, they're introducing them uh, both before they start the match, and then Cody's slowly taking off his um his jacket, and he opens it so slowly. And he gets, um, and it, they just show the black and blue right around his uh, his uh, his pack and just on his arm and bruised, and you can ugh, just look devastatingly painful. And all I gotta say is thank you, Cody, for um, just doing this match, you know, and he, with it looking like that. But these, and I, I was, I was wondering how limited. Cody was gonna be because of this injury, because you can tell, you know, the way he was holding himself and trying to hold that side of his um his arm and his body, it was very stiff and limited, you know, and like a heel, like a good heel does, Seth went after it. <laughs> so every time when he got hit when he when Seth hit him with the kendo stick, when Seth smacked him with the the weight belt that had the polka dots on it, and it, everything that uh, Seth did to that side I, I flinched I was like ah ah but man I was invested that crowd was invested there's a great part where the crowd slowly turns to Seth where they're saying thank you Seth you know cause Seth brings out the table because they were asking for the tables and you know he brought the tables out and then I feel like cause I didn't see it on camera but I feel like he flipped off the crowd just to be like, screw you, I didn't pull out the table for you, I want to hurt this man, and Cody giving it his all, playing the sympathy, playing the sympathy of the babyface, bringing that comeback, and with how limited Cody was to this match, he brought his all, like Cody Rhodes does, and got a huge pop in the end, especially, this was uh, the creme de la creme, this was the, the... the, the point of the match where I was like where they brought the sledgehammer in and um Cody doing a pedigree to Seth, you know, that that was freaking nuts, man. I was like, oh you know, and this build has been building and building and like if you watched the past promo from this past Monday, well last Monday was Seth saying, Oh, you went with your little friends and you try to break down the throne you know, all this paid off in this match to the pedigrees being used, to the sledgehammer being um, the 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 period to to end this feud, where Seth brought it in and then Cody hit him with the crossroads twice, bam, bam, and he was doing to do it again, but it just wasn't enough. Cody had to seal the deal. He had to make sure this is it. That's all. This is, you know, I beat you three times in a row, and just to embarrass you, just to just to end this, I'm going to hit you with this sledgehammer, and man, bam, uh, Seth takes it, goes down, and then we get a one, two, three, boom. I, I, at the end, I was just like, I was in awe, man, and I had, I had such a good time with this pay-per-view. I, I, there wasn't a moment where I was kind of like, eh, eh, you know, I, I probably was in when uh, Moss versus Corbin happened when they first started, but when they actually started going, I was like, oh. Hey, I'm I'm invested, brother. I'm I'm here now. I'm, I'm entertain me. You know, I'm, I'm acknowledging this this awesomeness that's going on right now, on my TV screen. And such a great pay-per-view, um, Cody winning. I feel like is uh is is what needed to happen, especially if you want to keep building Cody. And I feel that now we go to Money in the Bank and i know we're all getting roman versus the rock and next year i don't i don't know if it's guaranteed or not but that's that's been the big rumor for a while roman and and the, the rock i i personally feel like it should be roman versus cody i think that would benefit better and especially if he beats roman at wrestlemania and wins the unified um titles. Uh I feel that would be a better story than just getting Roman and the Rock just to get that marquee up there and saying, Yeah, we have the Rock and Roman. Even you know, and nothing wrong with Roman. Roman didn't need to be here at this pay per view at all. No. No, we didn't need the tribal chief. The Tribal Chief has done his job, you know and uh, I because I, I know a lot of people are like, oh he's gonna take the summer who who who's he got He's already smashed. He's already laid waste to everybody. And you know, with the tease with Bobby, you know, taking that like I'm coming for the title, that should be a SummerSlam match. We can build to, and Bobby going after going. Bobby and Roman, man, I'm calling it SummerSlam. That that that's a good main event for SummerSlam. And so we shall see next pay-per-view's Money in the Bank. Um, I feel Cody should win the Money in the Bank and cash in. Um, not i i don't want roman to lose that title to a cash i want cody to do the cody thing and be like hey this is for mania me and you you know you have time to prepare i have time to prepare to take on the tribal chief and dethrone the tribal chief and you will acknowledge cody that that there but it is wwe Roman Rock, we'll see, you know, and they said uh, the Rock's calendar is uh pretty much free for the first quarter of 2023, so possibly The Rock is coming back, and we're going to get Roman versus The Rock, but I want Cody versus Roman, and Cody dethroning Roman, because we're moving it forward, and we're not just having a match that's going to just is going to be epic in uh, upon itself but where do we go from there where do we go with the storytelling where you know that's the thing with wwe that kind of drives me crazy because yes we got this big marking match roman versus the rock but after that where do we go you you have roman versus cody and cody dethrones roman at wrestlemania We move forward with that story and and Cody, you know, and that's just the the fanboy in me, the mark, whatever you want to call it. I just I just wish that it will be Cody versus Roman and then Bobby versus Roman at SummerSlam. And we'll just take this wave. And I can't wait for the money in the bank. It's going to be in Las Vegas. So we're talking about maybe trying to go to that. I know uh, SmackDown will be in Phoenix that uh, night before. All right, y'all. Um, thank you for listening um, to the New World Podcast. Uh, I had a lot of fun um, watching the pay-per-view. I had a lot of fun recording this. I had a lot of fun. I I, I just love the fact that WWE now is slowly in getting back to that. Like, we're going to keep giving you great, great stuff, and... We'll see what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw. The next New World podcast, I don't know when will come out, but I was thinking maybe I'll do one uh, at the wrap of this week with Raw and SmackDown so we can see where we're going, and maybe I can predict a little bit more from there. But thank you for listening to the New World podcast that is fueled, that is powered by CrazyHoodies.com. Crazy Hoodies with a Z. Go get your um, awesome hoodies, your awesome designs, and logos created by Big Daddy himself. Um... Thank you to everybody listening. Much love, much respect, and uh, New World Podcast (NWP) for life, brother. Oh my God, gentlemen! We said less than a hundred percent. Fifty would be lucky.